They should have pulled a full house. You know what I mean? Like uh, Obi, Owen, maybe Bale, just all living together. <laughs> raise it, raise it, like Luke and Leia. I'd watch maybe, that. Sitcom. Maybe Jar Jar pops up. You know, he lives next door. <sighs> we didn't get Jar Jar in this. Jar Jar's Kimmy Gibbler, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that is the best casting of all time, man. It's perfect. <laughs> And we are live, yes we are, with another episode, uh, well episode six of the Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. Uh, I am your host, Demetra Pereira, and uh, this is a show brought to you by The Key, where we watch Obi-Wan Kenobi and we talk about it right after. So, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi came out at midnight, we are here at 1am Pacific Time to talk about it. Uh, I'm your host, we also got co-host Matthew Mori. Matthew, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. Now, especially after watching that. After watching that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a uh, that, that was that was that uh, was that was an episode. That was an episode. Yes. Uh, e- emphasis on the epi. Epi, <laughs> ep- like an epipen? No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got we got special guest tonight, Star Wars lawyer coming at us from Eastern Time Zone. It's even yeah. later over there. Chris, Hello, how you doing? Hello, what have we here? I am tired, but I am emotionally devastated and satisfied at the same time. That's good. Emotionally, emotionally devastated and satisfied. Like, all my dates end up. <laughs> uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, Chris, I, let's get to the nitty gritty. Um, um, how do you feel? Okay, uh, strike this episode aside. I want to know what your thoughts about... Um, this series as a whole was going into episode six have you been liking it yeah i've been enjoying the series um letting it see where it played out um uh, most of of my issues i think come down to disney pluses clinging to the idea that we need to have the six episode uh series right. formula which i'm like you you could do a f- few more episodes especially if you're ranging from 34 minutes to 50 minutes yeah but i think the writing has been really well done <clears throat> give deborah chow more star wars mm-hmm. um did she do mandalorian and, yeah she did a couple episodes of the mandalorian yeah, yeah yeah she was in that director's round table that they did right like mm-hmm. that one mandalorian thing okay yeah um did she do all these episodes? Yes, she 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 directed all the episodes. Great, great. Uh, it's so it's so weird to me that there aren't more female directors getting high profile gigs. It'd be it's 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 kind of a weird idea. Like what? Like men are better at directing? I that's a weird notion to have. Uh, and it's weird that like Bryce Dallas Howard is coming out and like Deborah Chow is coming out and like, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously let's, let's have some more. Let's have some more of that. Yeah. Um, she did all the episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like, could this series have been longer? Could it have been shorter and been a movie? Um, it's kind of a weird spot. It's, it was six episodes 
And I was like, oh, okay. It obviously knew where it wanted to go. I feel like the only way you could have effectively made it a movie uh, and had it hit the same, all right, you can't even say hit the same ones. I think you would have to remove really Reva and the Inquisitors out of it. Oh. Um, if you if you wanted to make it a movie, because I don't see how you have that subplot in there and have it be as tied to the main plot without you know yeah letting it flesh itself out you'd have to take out the whole temple inquisitorious or whatever what's it called fortress inquisitorious yeah fortress inquisitorious um um you'd have to take that whole thing out i think to get it yeah down to that yeah um matthew though i mean matthew i don't want to put words in your mouth uh Mm -hmm. you like i mean you're like, I mean, I get we're, we're all we all want Star Wars movies, but I, I feel like it comes up a lot. It's like, what's how do they make the choice of whether to do like a Star Wars TV show or Star Wars movie? I feel oh. like Obi-Wan Kenobi would have been a movie like would have been an easy. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been a su- very successful movie as far as people would have gone to show up to see it. Um, uh, more than solo, I would imagine probably. I don't know why I think that <laughs> I yeah. just do. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it could have worked as a movie. I don't know about removing the inquisitors because a lot of this was kidnapping Leia mm-hmm. and like, that's kind of like what drove the whole show. But I mean, you could have somebody else kidnap her and mm-hmm. solve that yeah. problem. Sebulba. And um, it could just be bounty yeah. hunters. Yeah. Just and, Yeah. Um, just a regular bounty hunter kind of thing somehow bridge Darth Vader or not even Darth Vader. I don't know. I mean, a lot of it seemed like it was um, this show was Obi-Wan battling with forgiving himself and, and getting rid of like, you know, the pressure he's felt like that. So um, yeah, I think they could have made it a movie and it had a pretty overlying arc with this character. Yeah. It would have been a good movie. I, I, I find it interesting that people have been talking you know uh, about this show and not liking the build-up kind of the slow build-up i'm sure you know chris we we've seen it on on tiktok uh like the essential like misunderstanding of like what an episode is mm-hmm. like if there's an overall arc for obi-wan to go through like at least in a movie with a two-hour time limit you're stuck there. You'll watch the whole two hours and whatever. But if you were to split up those two hours into 30 minutes, I'm sure each 30 minute would feel different. Think about it like a new hope. For instance, if you split it up into fourths, I'm sure each fourth would feel different. And like what some of them might be like, all right, when are they getting out of this cantina? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, essentially we're getting a, a, a trilogy in these, around six hours of of a series so it would be almost like you know if people were you know saying like oh you know this where is this show going after you know episode four it's like okay that's like watching the original trilogy and stopping after empire and be like well i don't know how the rebels can come back from this you know you i'm just gonna not watch the next movie right you know it's just or you know not watching revenge of the sith and being like, well, I don't know how Anakin becomes Darth Vader based on what we just watched. So I, I this doesn't make any here. sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I think that's one thing that 
binging has taken away from people is the ability to let shows develop and it'd be one thing if they were um 20 episode things like <clears throat> young justice yeah is something that streams that has that many episodes but like stranger things this last season or part of a season i yeah. binged it i regret it because there was so much to unpack there i feel like you needed to take more time with the episodes yeah and i feel like that's the same thing here you need that week break to discuss to dissect um and and talk about what what's to come and if you want those big ooh and ah moments that's completely fine there's nothing wrong with that but don't let that want dominate your expectations to the point where if you don't get it or don't get it soon enough it's over for you yeah i think I think, okay, we, we, we use the term binging interchangeably, but really it's two things. Binging is a personal choice. You, mm -hmm. Some people wait for a whole season. Like, I'm sure there are people who didn't watch Obi-Wan Kenobi right now, and now that six episodes are out, they're like, okay, I'm going to binge it. But then there's bulk release, which is what Netflix does, right? Like, Netflix yeah. doesn't say, technically, you have to binge it. But by bulk releasing all the episodes at once, then they're saying, like, well, nobody's going to be thinking, like, uh, Stranger Things, for instance, nobody's going to watch episode three of this season and then talk about episode three. You can't do that. You can't do that with Daredevil on Netflix or or any of the Marvel Netflix shows. You can't watch episode three, talk about episode three, wait for, like, wait, what, you just sit on it and then wait and then mm -hmm. do episode four, talk about that. So Obi-Wan Kenobi just seems slower because we're we're not seeing it unfold in one sitting. Mm. But I've liked it. I have wondered where it was going and what more I wanted from it. Mm. But this episode paid off. And having faith in the whole thing from start to finish is kind of a lesson learned, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just let let the story play out. It'd be one thing if this was like a 15 episode thing and you're sitting here after episode four or five, like, right. I don't know if I can make it through 10 more episodes of, right. of this, but if you're through episode four and you're just like, man, what's going to happen in these next two episodes is like, you can't wait two weeks. <laughs> you can't wait two weeks to watch 90 minutes worth of content. Right. You know, like you've you, you done it before especially if you're like anywhere in our age range you've been watching tv for a long time right you know how to wait right in our like gen z maybe they they they're like why well, can't i watch it all at once maybe but for us shows used to, like network tv used to be the biggest thing the only thing mm -hmm. yeah and you watch something you wait a week and in that week though tv culture is about like talking about each episode and and mm. like you'll watch westworld and westworld's one episode at a time and you watch it and you think about it and you're like are they robots are they not here are my theories let's talk about it with my friend or my coworker or whatever and like obi-wan has given us that which is nice the ability yeah. to talk and and not only the ability to talk about it the ability to meme about it we're 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 like um um like wandavision coming out once a week gave us the ability to meme everything sometimes too much but like <laughs> marvel disney plus shows have given us that opportunity to like we can meme everything now every single yeah. week 
Uh, Boys is the same way. The gross stuff that goes on on that show can be memed week after week now. And now we get we get one day of like everybody watching the episode and then six days of memes, jokes, yeah. and set up for the next one. Um, let's talk about this episode, though, because uh, 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 I, I, I gotcha. It starts off. Uh, wait, how does it start off? What's the opening scene of this episode? Uh, Reva on tattooing. Is that the what it guy is? guy with the water, yeah. Okay. Like, I was expecting her to be like, remember me? Like, does nobody recognize her? Or I low-key low wanted her to just, like, yeet the dude that was just like, you got something to say? Yeah. I, I, I low-key wanted to just, like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. Give him, just give him a little nice little force push. Yeah. I don't understand how she got to Tatooine so quick. Because if, if, we're, if we're talking about the ship taking off, Obi-Wan's ship going, the Star Destroyer following Obi-Wan's ship, Obi-Wan's fight with Vader, and then Obi-Wan just like booking it back to Tatooine. Well, yeah, we don't know how long that, how that does... chase went on for. That chase yeah. seemed like it went on longer than what we saw on screen. That's Plus, true. they're both going slow because the, like, the ship can go fast enough to be outside the range for the tractor beam, but not yeah. fast enough that it can actually escape it. Yeah, mm. I'm sure. Mm. Yeah, I knew that somebody would make sense of the time, but for me, it was like, huh. Let's get back at, at later on. Remind me, a ship, a slow moving ship chasing after <laughs> another ship. Oh, for Last Jedi. When we get there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, <laughs> Mr. Plows in the comments being like, no, no one can outrun a kid for some reason in, in this in this show. All I was saying is, as someone that was a, a camp counselor who has four nieces, yeah, like if those if if the if the, a little kid makes a break from you and you're not prepared, <laughs> they're gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's startup time, right? It takes some time to get all this mass moving. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and kids are more nimble. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember when my dad took me to go get a like a like the flu shot, you know, for that year. Uh, it was like outside in like a thing or whatever. And like, uh, uh, I booked it and I ran and like, there was a big tree and I ran to the other side of the tree and he would run around one side and I'd just run around the other side. <laughs> and he like, he, he couldn't catch me in the end. I, I, I forget maybe one of us got tired, maybe or something. And I was like, all right, I guess I get the shot. Um, but, uh, uh, <laughs> So we, we see uh, Riva on uh, on Tatooine and like, I keep thinking like, what is going to happen? Because last time we talked about it at the end of last episode uh, um, with Nidra, Nidra was here. And mm. I, my thing was, I was like, yeah, uh, Riva's going to go and kill Luke or try to kill Luke. That's her purpose. She sees the thing and she's going to kill. But like, no, like, like, I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Did you think that that was her plan? Yeah, I, I, we didn't know if she explicitly knew that he was going to be Luke Skywalker, but it seems like she pieced it together uh, based on the information from from the uh, from from the message. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because why else would Bale want to 
fly to Tatooine to talk to Owen and mm. the importance of Vader yeah. knowing about it. And yeah. with uh, Obi-Wan being Anakin's master, she had enough context clues to at least know that the kid would be important. Yeah. And like she said, she wanted justice, but what she really wanted was revenge. Yeah. I, I, there's so many steps in the plan that like, what if there was another guy named Owen with just yeah. a random kid? <laughs> She's just chasing after the random kid. It's like, the name's, uh, the name's Marty Owen. Marty. A farmer. Owen. You have to have two farmers named Owen? Come on, man. Yeah, one's <laughs> a first name, one's a last name. Like, there's Owen Lars, and there's old Marty Owen over there. With like, his... Does he have a kid? Yeah. I don't know. Like she breaks in and she's like, okay, this wasn't the it's like looking through the phone book. Um, you know, back in the day. She got the wrong guy. Um then okay, so we're dealing with Obi-Wan on the ship. And something that like I, I had mentioned earlier, uh, is that like my belief is that like in a new hope, Obi-Wan after he like when he's fighting Vader, he knows his purpose is done. Like he got Luke and Leia together and they're mm. getting out of there. And like, he's like, okay, I can, like he kind of sees ahead and he's just like, okay, I, I have done my part. And that's why it was so easy for him to go. He didn't fight to like go save them again, you know? Um, but I felt that with, with his talking with Leia in this, mm. he was just like, my job is to get you out there get you back and that's it mm -hmm. the future will take care of itself yeah and also it ties into uh the last episode with with the flashback he was so focused on obi-wan that he missed that the two biggest threats to the empire are escaping wait who in, what? in a new hope in a new hope oh yeah focus only on obi-wan yeah and his kids like he didn't even bother to mm. like because like jedis do this thing where it's like according to the plot it's like oh i sensed something specific and important to the plot but then vader's just kind of lumbering around like not sensing that his kids are there none of that because he's just very focused the force yeah. didn't want him to know no yeah it's like the uh, emperor said <laughs> he's, he's too too clouded by his uh, fascination over obi-wan so yeah. yeah i yeah i like that it's a good point yeah, and then when the force was ready for him to let him know, he's like, "Sister, you have a twin sister." Does he say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, are, are you guys planning on rewatching A New Hope and the original trilogy after this? Kind of see how it's fitting in. I'm already in the middle of it, man. To be honest, I want to rewatch all, all yeah. the films. I was thinking that earlier today. I was like, man, I think it's time for a good trilogy rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, like I already told you, I've been watching at the local, one of the local theaters. They've been oh, yeah. Doing the original trilogy. So did you get through two, right? Yeah. So this past weekend was Empire Strikes Back. This coming weekend's Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I'll try to get to Return of the Jedi also. And then I'll see. I, I like how the things that people were bringing up in A New Hope about a new hope they're like what's going on with this show like one of them oh what's up nidra nidra says shambles are, are hmm. you in shambles 
Is that is that what's going on here? I mean, yes, I almost cried. Uh, okay, well, we'll we'll get to that. I want to go, but like, uh, so so uh, when they when they mentioned like, oh, last time, you know, I you know, you were the, what's the quote? You were the master, I was the apprentice, whatever. But I've learned a lot. When I, I left you, I was but the learning. Now I am the master. Yeah. Uh, is that ref- in reference to this scene? Mm-hmm. As they duke it out. Yeah, it's got to be right. I mean, yeah. That was as far as we know. Yeah, that's the last time they saw each other. Yeah, unless there's season two coming. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't have Vader in season two if they do no. a season two. No. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I wouldn't put that that way either. I would. I would. I like. I would love to just have like Obi Wan just like go from planet to planet up until like thirty minutes before he has to save Luke from the Tus- uh, from the from the Tuskins, like in, in A New Hope. He just got back from his flight. You know, he's been out like doing like random Jedi stuff. And then it's like, oh, Tatooine's his summer home, you know? Yeah. How come every time I leave the planet, I have to come back to save you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, uh, we, uh, we, let's talk about this fight between, between Darth Vader and, uh, and Anakin, metaphorically speaking, maybe, but Darth Vader and, uh, Obi-Wan. Um, are we was it everything we dreamed of i mean yeah just just about minus really one thing which would have been a little bit more pleading on obi-wan's case to anakin yeah and the only reason why i say that is because in return of the jedi vader says luke obi-wan once thought as you do and we don't really get a lot of that in the Revenge of the Sith fight. Yeah. He he is arguing with him, but he's does he's not believing that there is still good in him. Yeah. And we still don't really see that here. Like I like that, that we didn't a little see it. bit. We got we had to see it at some point, because otherwise it I, I would think if Lucas were to change things post prequels, it would be it would be well, I mean, yeah, I guess now in the comics he does know that Padme thought there was good in him. Yeah. Um, I saw a parallel between well, all each episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi's show has had parallels with the uh, corresponding movie episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's been a thing. So this was the final fight between Luke and Vader, but I feel like Luke comes at him with love at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan kind of doesn't in this. He gives up on him. He calls him Darth. Mm-hmm. He he breaks his helmet like uh uh I I saw kind of like you see his face kind of in, in a in a sense like uh uh in Return of the Jedi, but he doesn't appeal to his love of him. Uh, I don't it's... know how well this will show up, but this is what I was making on Photoshop. Oh, nice. Oh, what? Wait. Oh, okay. From Re- from Rebels. So yeah. Ahsoka broke the right side of his mask. Obi-Wan broke the left side of his mask. The only one that could take off the mask and save him was Luke. Okay. Okay, Mr. Filoni. <laughs> halfway got him. I got That's cool. I always think that like when Filoni talks about Star Wars, he's amazing and he believes in Star Wars so much. 
but I, I keep wanting to be like, oh, it cuts to George Lucas be like, I just thought it looked cool. <laughs> and then Filoni's like, oh yeah, battling for the souls and blah, blah, blah. And Lucas is like, mm. I mean, laser swords go pew, pew, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, that's a good, that's a good way of looking at things, the left and the right and the whole, you know? Uh, getting back to the, the point about the, um, you know, the place of love, he definitely looked like he was, it was hurting him that he was fighting mm-hmm. him, right? He was like crying. Um, Who was? Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, Obi-Wan. yeah. Yeah, he was crying. And again, he just like left him for dead, I guess, or didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill him. I, I which, the, he threw a billion rocks at him, though. I mean, like, he knows he he didn't learn his lesson from, <laughs> from Revenge of the Sith. Like, yeah, he didn't kill him I, in Revenge of the Sith. He didn't kill him. But here. I think left him for dead. Yeah, I think the difference was I think in Revenge of the Sith he thinks he's gonna die. He just doesn't have the the strength to put him out of his misery. Yeah, he thinks that like he's just gonna die there. And yeah. I think in in this one, um, it, it goes back to the last episode where. Reva asked, you know, is that really what you want to kill Anakin? And Obi-Wan doesn't answer. He kind of like breathes out a little bit and looks down because he still doesn't. Yeah. Even, you know, saying, you know, like either he dies or I do, Master. Either way, this ends today. Yeah. And that resolve weakened as soon as he saw his face. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. Powell says they were brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I get it. It's hard for him, for sure. Yeah, I don't think he could do it. I don't think uh, he would have been able to. You know. Um, it. I'm still talking about that fight scene. Um, I just want to talk about some like symbolic stuff with yeah. Vader piling the rocks on top of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like literally. It's like a what? What's symbolic of the guilt of turning. Anakin into Vader is weighing yeah. down on him. Mm-hmm. And when he saw the future and everything to let go of the past and wait, he saw the future. Wait. Yeah. He saw, well, he, he had visions of Leia and Luke while he was in the, oh. under the rock pile. So I'm not another this, from future, the series. But, yeah. From the series. And then, um, wait, what? did I miss that, something? What the, what the hell did I miss? So when he was there, like in the rock pile, right. Yeah. They were flashing to like images or little clips of, luke and leia like not together separately running around doing whatever they do oh i thought yeah like i thought that was so that he's seen from the series yeah so as he was thinking that he pushed through the he pushed through the rock like the reason worth fighting right so yeah so he's he's letting go of the weight of the past and the guilt he's pushing it off for the future for the future okay which is luke and leia i thought you were bringing up like I thought you were bringing up like when Bruce Willis dies in Armageddon, like where he sees his daughter's wedding. I thought you were, and I'm like, did I oh, blink? That. Did I like no. blink at the wrong time where you see he future sees, vert, like them down? I didn't the mean line? like he literally saw the future. I meant That's he what saw I, yeah. that Luke and Leia are were the, the future. future. Okay, okay, <laughs> not Bruce Willis in Armageddon, but yeah, okay, with Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah. okay, great, great, great. Uh, yeah, yeah, symbolic. What's the symbolism yeah. of, of Obi-Wan Kenobi turning OP and <laughs> just like throwing like a billion rocks at Vader? Is that are all, all those rocks the mistakes that Vader made 
throughout his life, hitting them one by one. I think I think you're going a little too far, Dimitri. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he he's uh, you know like obviously that's one of those 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 you know ooh moments here just like oh my oh, oh my god, oh my god yeah um and but I think that is a version of Obi Wan that is cutting loose that only Anakin could bring out in him yeah um because you you know it's just the raw emotional damage of fighting your brother the one you raised uh the one that was entrusted to you and feeling free of the shackles of the guilt that you have felt for the past 10 years that you had failed him um and seeing that he owned up to his own uh failure and was like the future is where i need to focus on now yeah anakin also said that you didn't fail me no mm-hmm. what you didn't what did he say i am not i am not your failure yeah and then he followed it up with you didn't killed. destroy you didn't kill anakin skywalker i, I did yeah so that kind of alleviates a little bit of of obi-wan's guilt because is that anakin saying like i take responsibility for my own downfall my own dark side turn Yeah. That's a little self-aware for Anakin. I mean, he just I, normally I blames like, everybody, right? Yeah, but you, I mean, you don't really see that in the original trilogy, um, mostly because I don't think Lucas didn't have that gamed out yet. But yeah. you know, um, like in, in Return of the Jedi, he's saying it's too late for me, son. You know, I must obey my master. Yeah. You know, he feels like there's no way out. Right. Um, so in that transition to getting there, he's just like, no, these are the choices that I made. Mm. Or it's another way of saying you don't get to take credit for for this, Obi-Wan. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like what Darth Vader's his reaction to to the Jedi, right? So not necessarily their failure so much as it is his, um, because uh, he feels like he's doing the right thing, right? From his point of view, the Jedi are evil, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think you're doing the right thing, you're doing it because it's, you know, something you want to do, not somebody else's failure, right? I don't know whether you he know? believes that everything he does is the right thing. I think that it's just the easiest thing. Sometimes you do what's easy, even though you don't, you know, it's not right. You're just like, it's whatever. I'm cutting corners here. You know? Easy, but he's justifying yeah. to himself that it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting corners, cutting younglings, you know, <laughs> same thing, right? Um, he's taking the easy way out. I mean, what's I mean, any youngling though? He's he's going after Jedi, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Stuff well, I'm sure Vader has killed regular kids before too, right? Well, yeah, he did in the series, right? Or whatever. He wasn't a kid, kid, right? It was like a pushing son. people's side. Well, no, he like snapped that kid's neck, right? It wasn't a kid, but like a young, no, it young was guy. A kid. Was it a kid? It, it straight up looks like a kid. He was I like, I haven't seen going to save his father as an adult. Like, yeah, teenager at the oldest. A teenager, right? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, Mister Plow is a Vader apologist. Is that what uh, what he's doing out there? Mr. Plow in the comments says, Vader is a better person the less time he spends around Palpatine and corporate empire bureaucrats. 
are we are we just like oh it's not vader it's the friends he hangs out with you need to you need to stop hanging out with these hooligans um i don't, I don't know. know i'm i'm saying it's vader i'm i i've never been a vader apologist i just i just i just look at you know revenge of the sith palpatine says you know darth plagueis taught me everything he figured out how to save people from dying Mm -hmm. and as soon as as anakin uh chops off mace's uh limb and mace has a shocking fall yeah uh which he's he's still alive he's just hanging out biding his time he's just chilling in a back to tank yeah uh palpatine (laughs) says he fell uh, right out the window into a back to tank it all worked out exactly yeah i I like the the pun the shocking fall that's that's good (laughs) thanks uh palpatine says we will discover this power together. If I'm Anakin, I'm stopping. I'm like, wait, you what? said you had the answer. What? what do you mean discover the power together? I thought you had. Yeah. Force push him out the window. I was like, all right, uh, see what happened. I saw they were both fighting and uh, <laughs> they took each other out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, you don't have your mo- my money? No, no, no. I'm going to get you your money. Don't it's- worry. Yeah, I'm like, Anakin, he, he's playing you. He literally just said he doesn't have the answer. What? Sorry? Like, what? Why what? Can't <laughs> I fi- he's like, why can't I figure out this answer with the Jedi then? Yeah. If you don't have it. Yeah. There are a lot more of them than there are you. Uh, well, well, I mean, the Emperor does say uh, something, some, you know the quotes. It's just like some, some deemed unnatural. What is it? The uh, uh, dark side of the force is uh, wait, something, something dark side. Some consider to be yeah. uh, the dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities, some consider to be unnatural. There it is, there it is. Uh, the but Jedi I, wouldn't do that, you know, they would just, be I like, mean, but also Padme is a senator. If you're like, hey, I had a vision. If you go to tell like her people, hey, I had a vision that she was going to die in childbirth. They're going to be like, all right, well, we're going to have the best medical team available for her instead of her having her babies on a floating asteroid. Yeah. On a, with medical droids that had never really operated on humans. Like the problem is, and this this comes. Why am I frozen? You guys hear me? I, I, yeah, I see you in here. Yeah, everything's fine. Okay, cool. It's just the broadcast. Yeah, uh, the broadcast. Okay, now, now we're now we're good. Um, the broadcast we didn't drop frames either. That's weird. Anyway, um, uh, the thing is, and and we see this in real life. So I'm going to tie this in with real life. Is when you have cheaters, when you have secrets, when you have these big, big things that you're trying to hide from people. People want to have their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Um, Anakin wants to to save Padme, keep everything secret, be a Jedi master, join the council, be the greatest Jedi there ever was. He wants to do everything, even though some of those things contradict each other. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think going to conceding and going to Naboo and being like, well, Padme's pregnant, it's my kid, or even just Padme's pregnant, I don't know whose kid it is, is kind of weird and kind of giving it away at that point, right? Well, I think post Clone Wars, like Ahsoka had a vision about uh, Aura Singh trying to kill uh, 
um, Padme and, and no one thought anything differently because there wasn't anything there. And, you know, Anakin has known Padme for at that point, like 13 years. So it would make sense that if that she's close to him, that he would he would have that vision. So, I mean, granted, I think Padme would be able to sell the story better than Anakin because Padme has uh, a better head on her shoulders. Yeah. When it when it when it comes to being um uh subtle. Yeah. And 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 so like Anakin would probably burst in the room like, oh my God, Padme's pregnant with my kid and she's gonna die. And Padme is just looking at like what the I, hell, dude. <laughs> I just uh that it's kind of it's kind of the trope when it comes to these kind of like secrets in soap operas and this and whatever is the classic like uh i mean in shakespeare it's like sometimes it helps you just tell everybody your secrets and then wouldn't that just like prevent like bad things from happening but no you want to keep your secrets and get what you want and so you know um we have this fight between obi-wan and and anakin um that cuts back and forth is this normal in episode three? They cut back and forth between the fight between Obi Wan and and Anakin to another scene because they yeah, did in this one. Yoda and Sidious. Oh, that was happening at the they same didn't time. Return. Mm-hmm. They didn't return the Jedi too. Yep. Between the Death Star scenes and yeah, okay, and Empire. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What happens at? What 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 happens with uh? What are they going back and forth on? Lando and uh, Leia and Chewie. Oh, yeah, like, trying okay. to yeah. get get Han back and then escape in the Falcon. Okay, so it is normal. Why does it seem abnormal to me? Is it because I they think, were kind of different vibes of scenes? Yeah, like you're you're on a completely different planet. Um, you're seeing two people fight, uh, two force users fight versus you know a force use a wounded force user fighting two farmers right and then and sneaking in right and then uh, michael myers chasing a child through the desert right right um it might be jarring i don't feel like we've seen it recently din (laughs) jarren also the music was different Mm. um because in uh, Revenge of the Sith, it's the battle of the heroes throughout both fights. Okay. And then in Return of the Jedi, they're both battle scenes. So yeah. the music is still intense. And I think in Empire, there is more silence in the Luke and Vader fight mm-hmm. versus when they're trying to go get Han. So yeah. I think that'd probably be the more close parallel to this okay. one. Okay. Um, what do we think about the whole Riva Riva storyline here? I'm happy though it ended the way it did mm-hmm. because I think one thing that Star Wars likes to do with its villains, besides maybe like Iden Versio, mm-hmm. um, is that the villains, when they decide what they're doing is wrong, they they redeem themselves in one swift act and then they die. You yeah, know, Vader and, and Kylo Ren to think specifically. I I want them. So my favorite manga is Rurouni Kenshin. Okay. And it's essentially a journey of his atonement for his past actions. Mm. And it manifests itself in prior to the series, him going throughout his country and uh, um, 
doing essentially like saving the people in his purview using his skills reva can do something like that and yeah. then if you know something big happens where she needs to help more people than she can but going across the galaxy helping force sensitive kids or just random passer passerbys would be something to atone for hunting force sensitives hunting jedi for the past 10 years right I think it's interesting when we're watching the original trilogy, we just assume that the Jedi are all dead. Mm. But we only see a small fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the galaxy. Right? Yeah. Like, like now we know that there's a what's it called? What's this what's this uh kind of funneling Jedi system? The path. The path. The path is here. So we know that they've saved Jedi or Force Sensitive mm. users. Uh, where did they go? We don't know, but it's not because they they didn't go anywhere. They went somewhere. We just don't know yet, right? Hopefully, they didn't all go to Alderaan. Yeah. Oh no! Uh, On the um uh, on the I was on Chaco and Elements uh uh watch along. Yeah. And when they showed Alderaan, like after Leia was back on there, I was like, "It's a nice planet you got there." Be a shame if someone blew it up. (laughs) Um. But I think one of the things that's been consistent in both EU and and canon is that there have been multiple Jedi that survived Order 66, even notable ones. Um, so they, they had to go somewhere, and some of them are long-living species, like Yaddle is still alive somewhere, is as she? far as we know. Yeah, she has no confirmed death in canon. She did in Legends, but none canon. Yeah. And then Opal Rancisis mm-hmm. uh, is still alive. And he was at least alive through the High Republic. So we don't know how long his species lasts. So he could still be around. Um, and he has no confirmed canon death. And then you have mm. other like humanoid species that can, you know, die by the time the sequels roll around. Right. But, you know, it's just there were over 10,000 Jedi. They didn't get them all. Yeah. I, uh, did you want, did anyone want Obi-Wan to train Reva? No. No? Okay. He's done training, right? He would never, I don't think he would train again, right? What does she need training? Yeah, I was going to say. What? I don't know. Uh, well, to, well, she, was she proper, she wasn't properly trained though, right? She was a youngling no. when she quote unquote died and then had Inquisitor training because she's force sensitive. Yeah, so I think, you know, if if anything he was going to help her on, it would be tempering those dark side impulses. Yeah. But that's not something as much that Obi-Wan can really help her on because he hasn't been in that same situation that she has. Mm. Someone that would probably have to help her with that would be someone like Quinlan Voss, someone that mm. has been on the dark side and was an agent of the dark side. Not as long as she was, but still for a time yeah yeah um matt were you yeah well, i just wanted to add reva discussion i would say um i am very satisfied with her um her character arc i think it's probably the best part of the show to be honest with you mm-hmm. um yeah I, i'm i it was really good seeing her um you know kind of fit in with the theme too of, of i guess atonement and forgiving yourself right yeah mm-hmm. so at the uh at the end 
um, starting to cry. You know, I feel like we don't see a lot of crying in Star Wars. It was kind of mm-hmm. nice to see somebody like, like cry, cry. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, sometimes really feel, Star Wars plays emotion, it too you know? cool, right? Yeah. You'll get a little, a little tear. Ray mm-hmm. cried yeah. in the Last Jedi. Padme but, cried when she died. Yeah, yeah. But that but was like, that was too over the top too. You're breaking my heart, Anakin. Like that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like I mean, this felt good. This felt like real. It's, yeah, it's, it's good to see that. You know, yeah. I liked it. Um, but like Luke, when 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 his aunt and uncle die, he's just kind of quiet and he's just like, oh no, my aunt and uncle are dead. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's nothing here for me now. Yeah, yeah. It's like then, holy shit, like. Then yeah, they died. fought for you, dude. Especially like in this episode, like they they were gonna fight to the death for Luke. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hate Uncle Owen because of just the snide like thing of what he said in episode one, where he was just like, uh, uh, yeah, like you like you protected Anakin or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, like you trained his father. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I'm like, I want a reason is like, also because the actor, I love the actor, but he always plays characters that I want to hate. <laughs> and like, uh, but uh, in this, I'm like, ah, no, they fought. They were going to fight to the death. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, like you, you love him like he's your own. He, he said, is yeah. my own. Yeah. Yeah. That, that hurts so much more. Mm-hmm. With yeah. episode four. That- Especially episode four, they talk about him like such a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. In episode four, they kind of position the uncle to just be like, ah, like a like That's a, your uncle talking, like, like yeah. the 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 stepfather, the bad stepfather kind of trope of like your mama's dead. Now I'm just I'm I'm not even your dad. So like I got stuck with you, you know, kind of mm-hmm. kind of stepfather yeah. trope. And you can see he cares about him, but he, he's trying to protect Luke from himself. And, you know, he's like, I'll make it to him next season. Um, yeah. But it makes it even funnier when Lucas once thought that Obi-Wan and Owen were going to be brothers. Because if you look at it from that context, you see like that brotherly uh, this dispute about how to raise one's kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. They should have pulled a full house. You know what I mean? Like uh, Obi, Owen, maybe Bale, just all living together, <laughs> raised, raised like Luke and Leia. I'd watch maybe, that. Sitcom. Maybe Jar Jar pops up. You know, he lives next door. <sighs> we didn't get Jar Jar in this. Jar Jar's Kimmy Gibbler. Bummer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that is the best casting of all time, man. It's perfect. I'm, someone, someone needs to, someone needs to put together uh, some Photoshop of that. I, they, they would have been stronger together. I'm just saying. Um, Mr. Really Plow like... says it was weird that the Grand Inquisitor pulled the General Hux by telling Vader to stay on the bigger ship and not Obi-Wan. Um, what does that mean? Like that the Grand Inquisitor would even like say something contrary to Vader? Yeah. Yeah. But even though Vader has humbled the Grand Inquisitor, mm-hmm. they, they don't like each other. Like he yeah. knows his place. Yeah, but he's also just going to be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to say my piece. Yeah. I'm not going to say it loudly. I'm not going to be like, you're an idiot if you did wrong, but I'm going to say it. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if Vader just took out his lightsaber and stabbed him? 
It's like, <laughs> now you have no stomachs. <laughs> Not I again. Just, oh. I love the trope. Like, they should just keep doing that. Just keep stabbing the Grand Inquisitor and then have fans freak out because he's supposed to pop up in Rebels. And then he he's just like, I'm cool. It's all good. <laughs> Nobody dies he, in this franchise. Yeah. He could toss him across the room. That would have been funny. Yeah. Just, boom. Yeah. Isn't that what Kylo did to Hux? Uh, yep. Snoke did it to Hux, and Kylo Kylo, Kylo lifted some random guy in nine. He did it in, in Last Jedi when they're in doing the uh, the Luke Skywalker scene. He's like, I want to do everything on that on that man. Oh yeah, yeah. like he, Hux like saying shit, and he like, he's like, right away. Oh yeah, yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> the other guy was like, yep, yep. yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to you. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Plow says it was kind of weird that Bail Organa told Obi-Wan that he couldn't ever pay him back. Like, why not buy Obi-Wan a house? <laughs> like, I know it's a joke. Say, you could but, try. <laughs> but I don't think Obi-Wan, I think Obi-Wan wants his penance, right? Like, he wants to kind of live simple, right? Well, we, learn, we learned that lesson in, in, in uh, episode one. Republic credits are no good here. I need something more real. <laughs> Tatooine's not a part of the Empire, so they wouldn't yeah. have the same credit system. Oh, uh, that's true. It's probably hut currency or whatever, right? Yeah. Whatever, whatever that is. Um, Mr. Plow says Tala also gets shot in the stomach as well as Fennec Shand. Yeah, but they're not force users. I think. I think like if you have the force, then like as long as you, your head doesn't get cut off, right? I don't think there's any justification because like both that doesn't use forest. He's, I mean, so coming I mean, back Finn, from the dead. Yeah. I mean, Finnick, Finnick got her, uh, her, her insides replaced. So, yeah. I mean, she at least got that. Yeah. Tala was just like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna make it before these troopers get here. Let me right. just, uh, do a little self-sacrifice. Yeah. Um, I think I think Obi Wan wouldn't want to uh, live in a life of luxury or a home. Mm-hmm. Though it is weird that what he's been living in a cave with just a crate of his things, and that's it. Then he leaves the crate behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of crate dragon. <laughs> that's what they call crate it. Dragon. Crate dragon. But it wasn't dragon that crate. No. No. It's not even on on crate, right? Yeah, there's the it's on Tatooine. The yeah, there's the planet called Crate, and then there's, there's the crate the dragon crate. that's not on crate. Hmm. Yeah, they should have planned this stuff out, man. Yeah, who would have thought? Um, so uh, uh, what was I? Uh, so so we get this this final. Okay, so we get two goodbyes, right? Ish. Mm. We get Obi Wan <laughs> saying goodbye to Leia on Alderaan. I didn't mm-hmm. expect him to go back to Alderaan. At this point, he's planet hopping. Why not just leave Tatooine? Like, what is the point anymore? Just hop around. Just like well, do random things, right? I mean, he did in, in, in Legends when the situation called for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's sort of similar to the same thing here because there's not an, uh, there's an overarching threat to Luke, but there's nothing specific right um so like if the situation called for it but unless that happens he'd probably be drawing attention to himself because he's still 
Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Empire's reach is expanding. Like Bale was saying, they're getting bolder uh, and stronger. Right. Um, so if they did do a season two, I don't see him leaving. But you don't necessarily have to have him leave. Um, there was a story in, in Legends. Uh, there was a Jedi by the name of Asherad Het who was a part who survived order 66 um but his father was a jedi and his father was a tuscan and so he was raised as a tuscan so he goes back to tatooine unites a bunch of the tribes and becomes a warring chieftain up until he comes up to the lars homestead where he comes into conflict with obi-wan and then obi-wan beats him and uh, unmasks him in front of his people, which is like is the ultimate dishonor to Tuscans. Yeah, and then you know he goes off somewhere, gets in stasis, and then meets Anakin's great 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 grandson, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> is that in in uh, Star Wars Legacy or whatever? What was it called? Yep, Star Wars Legacy. That story's in Star Wars Legacy sixteen. Oh, you just Six know that you just know the issue. I just read it earlier today. Oh, okay. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. That's like, I mean, it's it's kind of like when people quote the Bible and they're just like, blah, 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 314. And it's like, okay, cool. He's reciting <laughs> it. Um, um, I don't know if Obi-Wan's going to do a season two or not. Like, Disney loves to say limited series because then you can, um, uh, uh, for certain Any awards. Season. Yeah like there's a limited series category versus on like a whatever series um mm-hmm. so moon knight was also the same way we, we yeah. don't you know i'm sure they'll wait for award season to finish and then they'll announce it's kind of a bait and switch isn't it mm-hmm. definitely moon knight will get a season two this will get a season two do we want a season two uh i'd rather have a show focusing on the path um and yeah. have obi-wan show have ewan show up as obi-wan in like the ahsoka series um if you decide to show like post return of the jedi luke content training or even leia content and force ghost obi-wan shows up to talk to either one of them like you have a lot of of options there with yeah obi-wan and, and ewan i want reva to uh help the path why not wouldn't that be a good yeah. kind of purpose for her? Helping the that, kids escape? <clears throat> that can definitely be a part of her atonement, yeah. Right. So you'd I, like to see a uh, like a spinoff as opposed to a second season. I, I mean, yeah. that's what Chris is saying. I, I, I would mm. be the same way. I don't think we need an Obi-Wan Kenobi show again. Because I think that like, kind of like how Marvel does things, or not like Marvel does things, I guess, in a way, but, like, you can have, like, random characters pop up in multiple things, and it's still tying in the whole story. Like, Ahsoka had a little story to tell in Mandalorian Season 2, and then she's also in Boba Fett, and then she's going to be in Ahsoka. You can Mm kind of mix and match and, like, you know, have people pop in and out. Doesn't seem too bad. I feel like a lot of the dialogue directed toward was in Roken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was hinting that we're going to see more of him talking yeah. about him being a leader. Yeah. And like you like, we're just getting started sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that dialogue was picked for a reason. Right. So mm-hmm. 
um, yeah, maybe uh, maybe a show about the path and have broken and Riva and and, and whatever um, um, Maya Erskine's yeah character. Maya Erskine's character whatever the name is Which, dude. Uh, side note, like she had like such a small part, wasted like potential. Waste. Yeah, mm. we all thought, or I can't speak for we all. I was I I was swayed to the idea that she would be Afra when she was announced. You know, yeah, um, she. I feel like she's a little too old to play her in this in this time period, right? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, in this Whoa. time period, isn't she in their twenties? Maya because, uh, Maya Erskine's well, uh, Maya. I mean, in real life. I, I don't really know how old she is in the comics, but she seems like you know, mid twenties, young twenties, and like during Empire Strikes Back time. At least that's what it yeah. seems like to me. Doesn't she pop and up? Uh, Maya Erskine's already like what, like forty? No, mm. no. Maya Maya Erskine is thirty-five uh, ish. I hope she's not. Hope she's not watching. Oh no. Uh, TJ on YouTube says Vader looked weak, and I disagree. I don't think so. Just because so you 35. lose a fight doesn't mean you're weak. Did you means- see how that man yeeted that pillar of rock like it was nothing? He just went. And- yeah, I thought they were gonna kind of battle for it, like it was just gonna be like, oh no, it's and he was just like, boop. Yeah. Boop. Um, we we see Obi Wan's goodbye with with Leia, which was really nice. Leia has been the uh, one of the one of the best things about this show. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and. Uh, him going through the traits of each of the parents it was sweet that hit that hit hard yeah i don't don't know if anyone out there is adopted or 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 didn't you know what i mean i'm sure that would means a lot right like you don't know who your parents are but then you like hear these things but she knows Mm -hmm. who her parents are her parents are the organas right right she knows that's her dad and her mom she's okay with it that's what the camera work suggested for sure yeah mm-hmm. you know um and then we get a the 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 skyhopper model that's in a new hope was from obi-wan yes. mm-hmm. he gives it to luke yeah yep. it's so still luke- the first episode too right mm-hmm. oh really that's the that's the thing owen throws at him when he comes to confront him oh Say, stay away from us ben mm. okay um and then final part which i've been i talked about a couple episodes ago this was the part that like i wanted to cry on this i was like i didn't but uh it got me uh qui-gon's force ghost the return i didn't think it was going to happen at this point like i was like i thought it was going to happen earlier or whatever hint at something or whatever and then I, i didn't expect it for it to happen in the last minute I said a few weeks ago on the Padawans podcast that uh-huh. the show, how I would end the show, is a parallel between Obi-Wan and Vader. Vader talking to Palpatine and Obi-Wan talking to Quagons, so that parallel of talking to their masters. And I got it. You got, got it. Hire me, Disney, and I'll yeah. stop spilling your secrets. I love it. I love <laughs> it when you can call that. Like uh, years ago when I was watching Apocalypto, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if, like, he finishes this and then Cortez shows up? <laughs> that's exactly what happens in Apocalypto. I'm like, there's only one way to end Apocalypto, and that's how it works. So in this, you called it, Chris. Um, does yeah, what Mr. is does Palpatine just make fun of Vader? What does he say at the end of this? 
it, it's it's more of like a threat like is because obi-wan gonna be a problem more like are are you gonna are, are you not gonna stay focused on what we have to do because obi-wan's not an issue but if you're gonna be focused on him you're, you're gonna have an issue and the issue is me yeah yeah um yeah uh you're right i didn't realize the mirroring of palpatine and uh uh, you know the the mirroring of that so uh palpatine and uh uh quagon yeah um did yeah is there anything more to say about quagon other than saying he, he's always been there i well i mean like it feels like there were a lot of things this show had to do and they saved it all for like the last four minutes. Oh, hello there. Here's yeah. Qui-Gon. Yeah. Uh, oh, now Obi-Wan's got to meet Luke so Luke can say whatever. So it feels like they just kind of like just wanted to put it there just for it to be there to not have people. Uh, I don't know. I don't riot. care if people say it's <laughs> fan service. I am the fan being serviced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm. I think I liked it. I was happy to see him. I don't think anyone is going to complain. You think it's empty having Qui Gon? Sure. Yeah, I think there he's gonna he's gonna go talk with him. I wanted, like, nah, I, I mean, right. I wanted I wanted a deep philosophical conversation between Qui Gon and Obi and how, uh, 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 like, why did you make the choices that you did, Qui Gon? We could have just left him on Tatooine, like. Like they could have had a deep conversation. It could have been a whole episode, you know? I, so there is a part of that that has happened in a book, but it happens prior to A New Hope, like mm. not too long before A New Hope. And Quagga yeah. knows that Obi-Wan is about to die. So he's like, yeah, I'll see you in a bit. We'll have that conversation then. Can ghosts talk to each other? Yeah. Because they're essentially one with the force, so they retain their consciousness. Yeah. So they can all chill and talk, and that's sort of like, I I think that's the assumed explanation as to why Anakin is able to show up as a force ghost, is because that happened. Yeah. Did they vote yes. him in? They were like, "Hey, should we allow uh, Anakin to chill with us?" And I'm like, um. And somewhere know. Mace Windu is shouting, no, no, no. <laughs> again, no. not again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mace was right the whole time. I mean, he was kind of an asshole about it, but still he was right. Hey, sometimes someone needs a, a stern hand. Right. Right. Man. Um it, I, yeah, I just I, I didn't expect to see Qui Gon at that at this point, and I was like, okay, I'm glad. Eh, really, they were not a, not in the last minute. They kept the they last kept, minute, but they kept talking. It was always going to happen. Come on, you th- okay? Um, Mr. I knew they were going to show him in this episode. Mister Plow but, says, "Was uh was was Qui Gon the first to Force Ghost?" Uh, yes. For really, yeah. Previous to Qui-Gon, all the Jedi, none of the Jedi force ghosted? We have no information to say otherwise. So we know that Qui-Gon started his journey talking to the Wills. 
uh yoda was the next person and then obi-wan or qui-gon helped yoda along the way for his training and qui-gon was able to continue his training during that time and that's why he was able to manifest himself as a force ghost hmm okay i'm cool with that yeah huh sounds cool yeah um any final thoughts about star wars uh or this show or star wars in general and like uh, what we're hoping to kind of get as, uh, as as fans. This is the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. So get it all out here. I look forward to rewatching this show uh, all together. Just, yeah. just taking, taking a Saturday or a Sunday and just watching it all the way through. It shouldn't be um, that much. I'm, I'm looking at the times and it's... it's uh, it should oh. be around... Four and a half, five hours, right? Yeah, it's, that's what I'm thinking. It's 55 minutes, 41, 47, 40, or uh, after 47, it's 38, 42, 51. Yeah, it's probably not even. So it's hovering minutes. around a 40 minute average, right? Yeah, you get the, you know, let's call it five and a half for bathroom breaks, making food, right? You know, getting your snacks, right? You know. If you're eating a soup, uh, you know, you might have to, you know, you might spill it, you might need mm-hmm. cleanup time. You gotta take a yeah take a 30-minute intermission after episode three right you know walk you know stretch walk around Mm -hmm. work out that charlie horse right yeah right um uh there's a lot there's a lot so i get that i get that that's that's a saturday or sunday i'm with you um uh what's next andor right yep andor's next okay I'm, ex- um, I'm excited, but it's also the same thing. It's the same thing. We know what happens. Right? I I think it's interesting with a different world to explore than, than Obi-Wan. Like, yeah. This one was more of a character study, and I guess you'll get that as well with Andor, but it's also seeing that separatist to rebel pipeline and seeing the nitty-gritty side of the rebellion that we see in rogue one yeah but that we don't see in in the original trilogy because when you think of the rebels you're like oh they're the good guys but war will make a bad guy out of anyone yeah yeah there's gonna be some scummy people in andor mm-hmm. or people doing willing to do whatever it takes to win yeah yeah um you brought up Aiden Versio earlier. I want her to pop mm-hmm. up soon. She needs to pop up yeah. in, in Mandalorian, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's and the, the only... act. And the actress said she wanted to. Um, She's so... great, by the way. Yeah. Just... Her. She'd be cool. Yeah. Aftermath characters would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get Singer and Ray Sloan would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I want I want Lobaka to come back. <laughs> i just i want to i want a jedi wookie give me a jedi wookie come on hey if 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 he makes it out of the bad batch season two uh gunji gunji could be around around okay. and kicking all right all right um thank you guys so much uh uh for doing this uh obi-wan kenobi after show specifically episode six uh thank you to everybody out there who is watching this show if you're watching this show you're watching us on volume.com slash the keeg show or twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show pretty much the keeg show everywhere um if you are listening to us 
You couldn't see our faces, but that's okay. You were listening to our voices. Uh, you are listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, maybe some more apps. Who knows? Um, I don't know. There's a couple out there that we may or may not be on. Um, if you're on social media, you can find us on social media, wherever you get your social media, TikTok, uh, Instagram. Those are our main ones, at The Keeg Show. We're also on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on all that. So uh, just find us uh, where you want to find us. Um, I want to thank uh, uh, Matt for uh, for being my co-host this uh, this run of, uh, of the Star Wars show. Uh, Matt, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on my Instagram, Matthew A. Morey um yeah or then the andor show when are we gonna and, dress uh, you up in a in a star wars cosplay when are we gonna do that when are we i don't know man i don't know who i would i don't who would i dress up i don't i don't know i don't know <laughs> whoever you want <laughs> whatever you want man. yeah i don't know there's nobody I would, I would really want to dress up as okay i'm sure we'll find no cob vamp dude you would totally do cob vamp Cobb yeah Vanth. okay you might you might be onto something. Yeah, yeah. I, I can of course. See Why would Vance. you not? Yeah, you would totally do Cobb Van. <sighs> costumes aren't really my thing. I know they're not. <laughs> so I know they're not. But one of these days, we're gonna get you in costume. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. But thank you, thank you, Matt, for for being the co-host sure. for this. Uh. Thank and you. and thank you, Chris. Uh. So much for coming on here. I know it's late or early or whatever it is. It's three hours ahead for you um yes where can people find you online what do you got coming up anything you want to plug uh yeah thank you for having me um uh i am star wars lawyer on most all social media sites that uh you may use except for facebook uh things that uh, i'm working on uh i have a beta cosplay fund because i'm working on getting a screen accurate uh suit really um yes so okay uh, we're working on that and um, I have a podcast too black too nerdy our next episode will come out next Tuesday uh, which is an interview with uh, Shadow of the Sith author Adam Christopher oh, nice. you getting authors up in there mm. <laughs> uh, that's that's cool that's cool that's cool yeah um congratulations Thank yeah you. uh do you have any like OC uh uh characters like or, or original characters that you created that you would cosplay as uh i mean there there's a story that's in my head that i could write uh that i just haven't gotten to because i come up with other ideas and i want to write those first yeah um but i mean the other it's not oc but there was a uh, an artist who did uh concept art for uh post tross uh, like Ray, Finn, Jana. And so I'm going to do, I'm commissioning the Finn uh, portion of it and, and working on that. All right. All Let right. Let's see. I can pull it up. I have it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, that hurts me. That hurts me just to look <laughs> at that. The, the, uh, it hurts. We'll get it one day. We, uh, we're gonna Ju get it. Justice. It's gonna happen. You know, like justice justice for Finn. Justice for Finn. Uh, I don't know. Justice for Finn. Um, thank you, Chris, uh, uh, for coming on this. Thank you, Matthew, for being my co-host. Thank you yeah, to everybody out you. there watching or listening or or doing your thing. Um uh 
stay tuned. We got Miss Marvel after show coming tomorrow and however many episodes after that. Uh, we got the uh, Keegbacks on Fridays. We got Comic Talk on Thursdays. We got the Keeg Talks on most Saturdays. Do a lot of things if you want to find out the Keeg schedule. Instagram is probably the easiest way to keep track of the Keeg schedule at the Keeg Show on Instagram. Uh, other than that, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up, so definitely stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for being on here. Once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and this has been the Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show uh, for Episode 6 is the end. Take care. Bye.